Welcome to the Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about internships and how to survive them. This is Abby. This is Matt. This is Isabella with a cold. (laughs) (laughs) Reminder to our listeners, you can call us live on the air. The phone number is 407-582-2906. You can also chat with us online through Intern Pursuit's Facebook live chat. Tonight's hashtag is Jacob Banks. He is a musician, and we have tickets to his concert on February 13th. So anybody who listens to our show and uses this hashtag, Jacob Banks, and gives a comment about what they liked about our show tonight, it has to be specific, will win the tickets. So remember to include the featured hashtag, hashtag Jacob Banks, and you can go to his website, www.mrjacobbanks.com. All right, coming up in this episode of the Intern Whisperer Live, we talk holiday movies and our motivational Monday topic. Yeah, should, we should probably do that first. The motivational Monday topic. Yeah, I think so. Okay. All okay. Because right. like we're going to talk about movies, and we, we won't even remember the motivational Monday. Right. That's yeah. a really good point. All right. Even so though it has to do with a movie of sorts. Maybe. Maybe. That may be mentioned later. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. So our social plugs. You can find us on Pivot Business Consulting's Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube site. You can also find on us on Intern Pursuits website, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, on Intern Pursuit Game for the Facebook and Twitter, and you can listen to us live on mixlr.com forward slash Valencia College Radio and follow. It says Intern Whisper. It's really Intern Pursuit. I went and double checked this. <laughs> it's supposed to say okay. intern, follow us on Intern Pursuit <laughs> on MixLR. And you can watch us live on Intern Pursuit. Um, and you can call us live on the air, 407-582-2906. And you can also chat with us online. I sure hope there's people that are going to chat with us. <laughs> All right, it's sponsor time. Our first sponsor for the night is Omnimodal. Omnimodal believes smart cities and public transit services are the backbone of equitable shared mobility today and into the future. Omnimodal works with smart cities to connect all commuters across the modes of transportation to the mobility as a service of a service marketplace. Sorry about that. You can visit them at their website at omnimodal.io. Thank you, Omnimodal, for sponsoring the Intern Whisper. I'm typing as we're writing. (laughs) So tonight's show is a tribute to holiday classics. And the three of us are going to be sharing what our holiday classic favorites are. And they're not going to necessarily be what we think they will be. Yeah, we have some some regular choices and some surprises. Yep. And we're going from movies to TV shows we weren't strict on. Yeah, so we'll let our listeners know that the definition is Anything that brings your family together during the holiday season. Right. Yeah. So, very good. I'm going to finish writing those out. Well, did we want to do our Motivational Monday topic first? Oh, yeah. Go (coughs) ahead and do that. All right. So, you want to do the honors, Matt? Yeah, go ahead. You're up. All right. He puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And that's from Dr. Seuss, if you didn't know. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And I love that one. I really yeah, like that you picked that, yeah. Abby. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, so why did you pick it, and what meaning does it have? 
I feel like it's very simple, but very straight to the point. Uh, Christmas, doesn't matter how many ornaments you have in your house decorating it, or doesn't matter how flashy your Christmas shopping is. It's not about that at all. At the end of the day, it's about how you spend it with your loved ones. That is very true. And that's something that money can't buy. You and can't keep in mind, the Grinch didn't have any loved ones. Mm-hmm. He thought mm-hmm. he didn't have loved ones, right? But he had the whole town. He did. He did. It took him a little while to realize that. Mm-hmm. And so there's sometimes um, people that don't feel that they're very loved, but you know that's inside of them. They have to change their perspective and not make it about them. Mm-hmm. Make it about the others that are around them. Their heart has to grow three sizes. That is right. Aww. And be able to fit other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. All right. So, showdown at the movie classic Corral. All right. <laughs> All right. So, I guess we're starting with me because I'm listed first. Yes. Yeah, we're going to go uh, from 10, from number 10 to... Number one, we yeah. each have 10 picks. Yeah. So we all do our number 10 first, and then we're counting them down that way. And the exactly. number one is our favorite. Okay. Yes. So for my number 10, I chose just the Oscar bait movie of the year. Usually around December, you're watching an Oscar bait movie because yes. Oscars are coming up. You're trying to catch up with everything that you think is going to get nominated. And uh, my favorite one from last year was The Phantom Thread. Great Never movie. heard of it. Daniel Day-Lewis. It, w- it was um, Daniel Day-Lewis's last movie. Or so he Why, says. Why, did he lie? No. I mean, did he da- die? He, no. No, he just retired. He just said, I'm done acting. I have to Daniel go. Day-Lewis, he's not that old. Yeah, he's, he, a, he, he's a method actor, so he really gets into his roles. And he said publicly that it's exhausting as an actor to really become that person because he goes all out which is why he, I think even though he I don't think that role would have been as exhausting as previous ones because he played it's, right. it's a romance between a British women's fashion designer and then he finds an ingenue in this waitress oh wait I've seen that I've seen the commercial for that yeah it's really that looks good. really good last year. pretty really damn good, good movie yeah. it's very yeah. understated yeah looks really really good mm, has a really great plot twist at the end that I did not see coming yeah, yeah. you <laughs> seen it? Wait, how old is this movie? Have you it seen came it? It's out last like year. year old. Yeah, it's a year okay, old. then that's why. Yeah. So, uh, so the, it was like what I was watching around December last year. Mm. Did it win an Oscar? Uh, it, was it was nominated, nominated. for a few. Is that why you wrote Oscar bait? Yep. Yeah. Because I was originally going to put The Shape of Water, but then I decided to put The Phantom Thread. I haven't seen the Shape that movie of Water either. got enough recognition. And so you think this movie, The Phantom Thread? Brings families together? I watched it with my dad. Where was your mom? Uh, she's not an Oscar bait movie person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, all right. So that's good. Well, okay. all right. Who, what's yours, Abby? So my number 10 is A Christmas Carol, the animated version with Jim Carrey, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Uh, there's been a lot of Christmas Carol movies out there, a lot of Disney Christmas episodes with Scrooge McDuck, mm-hmm. I think is his name. But I think this is my absolute fa- favorite. Um, there was one with Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, there was. I yeah, there was. About yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, But I always thought this was my favorite because <clears throat> I watched it with my grandfather when it first came out. And I just remember him having a blast with the movie, <laughs> laughing uncontrollably. And this is just a very fun memory that I have watching this movie with him. And every year, why was it, what was he laughing about? Oh, my grandfather laughs because of everything. It's very easy to get him to laugh. But I know <laughs> you've talked about him, but I don't see that 
This is a oh, funny he loved movie. it. He, he loves anima- a- animation movies, and well, it's it a kids Jim movie. Carrey yeah, it has is, Jim Carrey. Scrooge, so I'm guessing he's a little over the top, right? Yeah, he is, and it's it's funny. It's a it's a heartwarming but funny movie, and he okay. loved it. And I just I just loved watching it with him. <coughs> I heard it, it was a more traditional take. Like it doesn't take because you know there's so many versions of them by mm-hmm. now that now when they do a version of a Christmas Carol, there has to be some drastic take on it. But this version was more traditional. Yeah, it was. I mean, I don't know much about the Christmas Carol story as a whole. I only have this as a frame of reference. But oh, really? Yeah. I I would think you'd be watching the original version, the black and white one, so you'd have a comparison. I haven't gotten around to it, honestly. Okay, you must do that this holiday. Who was it in the black and white version? I don't don't know, but the beauty of Google is we can look it up, right? (laughs) A Christmas Carol in black and white. And I'm sure there's several. I'm pretty sure, yep. Okay, so it says... That, oh, Alistair, wait, let me find it. Alistair Sim, Jack Warren, and Brian Desmond Hurst. Alistair Sim, I would guess. I haven't heard of him. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's what we have to go do is look this one up. <laughs> but yeah, just to wrap it up, um, yeah, I, I just love this movie. I love watching it with my grandfather. We try to watch it every year. And every year, he, he I mean, he doesn't keep track of the movies he's seen, so every year it's, like, new to him, and he feels like he's watching it for the first time again. Maybe I don't have so. the fr- right one. There's one that says um, Frederick March. I don't know. That's well, the one that I'm looking at has... interesting that you show the, that um, you do that with your grandfather, because I use movies as a way to jog my um, grandmother's memory. Oh, really? Movies that she would have seen when she was young, because... Um, her memory is starting to falter, so I showed her a bunch of. I showed her The Wizard of Oz. I showed her Easter Parade. Oh, that's thing, a good movie. Things she would have seen back in Cuba mm-hmm. in a movie theater, because those older memories are the ones that seem to have stuck around in her okay. mind the strongest. Oh, that's very sweet. Okay, yeah. so the original one is 1938. Just so you're clear on that one. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, and that long. Too. Yeah. I'm sure there's a silent version too. Says uh, Reginald Owen, Gene Lockhart, G E N E, a man's name, and uh, there's a list of other people here, but Reginald Owen was Ebenezer Scrooge. And mm. if everybody is going into Wikipedia, please give money. They're doing their end of year donation. You know, one of my favorite versions of a Christmas Carol was a Muppets Christmas Carol. I thought oh. that was a fantastic. Wait, you can't go and introduce another one. It's not on my list. No, we're just we're just. But that talking. was a sneaky way to put a number eleven in. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry, I broke our rules already. Right. We're on number Moving ten. On. We're on number ten, <laughs> and I already snuck in something. Okay, but right. that one is a good one. I would agree agree with you. I would definitely agree with you. Anything with Muppets is always good. <laughs> so my number ten is a TV movie, and it's Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors. What I liked about this is she uh, is telling what Christmas was like when she was a small child, when she was six, and it really shows how um, how a child will think because there's this, it's all about me attitude, but mm-hmm. then there's this place where she gets an epiphany and she goes, 
you know what? That's not what I'm taught. That's not what my what my belief is. That's not what I'm taught in church. And she's very outspoken, very flamboyant, even as a child. And I just loved it. And so if you liked, um, these are books that I used to read, Little House on the Prairie, or if you like any turn-of-the-century book, um, A Land Remembered, or, gosh, The Waltons, any of those types of movies mm-hmm. where it's like, Historically, you're looking back on your life and you see it, the Goldbergs. Um, you can actually see this in there. And the music is so pretty. It's, it's actually her singing. So very nice. So I picked that one. It's a good pick. Yeah. I'll check it out for sure. Now, I've provided a few one. links to YouTube where they are uh, able to see it for free. And I know that there's some ethical dilemmas with that, but they are published on YouTube, and then you can also watch the commercial-free version for a, a minuscule price. And we will post those in the comments after the show. Oh, yes, we very will. nice for our guests. Number nine. Right. Right. My number nine choice for Christmas movies um, is Star Trek movies. Because, again, to do with my dad, Star Trek is his favorite. Not Star Wars. Not Star Wars. <laughs> Star Trek. Star Trek is his favorite franchise of anything yes i think i said because he grew up with the original show in the 60s with kirk and all that so and he even loves the new ones the rebooted ones he loves all of them he doesn't like the one where kirk meets god that's a not a good movie i've never seen that one well it turns out not to be god but he thinks he's meeting god is that William, Shat- William Shatner directed it himself? Oh wow! Is this a movie it's or a was movie, it the yeah. original series? It's a it's a movie that takes place after the original series, but it's the original cast. What is that movie called? Uh, Where is he that thinks one the he fi- meets is God. that one the one that's I think it's called the Final Frontier. Oh, okay. It came out in the late eighties. I'm gonna have to go look for that one now. I've only yeah. seen the the first two, but of the rebooted franchise, which I actually liked. Yeah, um, um, those are probably what we rewatched the most are the first two of the rebooted franchise. Even they were like really the, good. Even though I like the third of the rebooted So franchise. did they take them, because did they used to be in black and white and they colorized them? Is that no, what you mean by reboot? No, they were always colored. Color. No, um, in 2009 they recast, all. they did um, a movie, but they recast all those original characters when you actors. Oh, so they look yeah. older and everything. It's not like, you know, when they were in that original movie. Right. Like when I was talking about the one where Kirk meets God, that is William Shatner just as an older man yeah. in the eighties. But then you have but the new ones. But they have new ones where they have actors. um it's um Chris Pine Chris Pine Benedict Cumberbatch is Yeah. Ben, they have Benedict Cumberbatch is yeah. the villain in the second yeah. one. I've seen those too. Zachary yeah. Quinto, it's Zachary Quinto is Spock, Spock instead of Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. <laughs> Fun mm-hmm. stuff. I haven't yeah, been but, into Star Trek um, that much, but uh, I we, respect the lore. We watch it like every year, multiple times. So and you have these like December. on CD or? Yeah, Blu-ray. We, Blu-ray? Have all, we have every single one on Blu-ray. Very respect. cool. Hey, Matt, there's your professor. <laughs> <laughs> it's an inside joke. No one's going to get it. Nobody's no. going to get it. <laughs> we have a big window in front of the studio where people can walk by and, and see us. So that's all I'm going to let our, our okay. listeners know. Okay, so moving on to my number nine pick, uh, it's Die Hard because you gotta love Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie. It is technically okay. Explain. Oh, it's uh. I know I've seen it, but maybe we have listeners that don't know. Well, I haven't seen it in a while, but from what I can remember, it was uh, he goes with his wife to uh, 
Christmas party at a building. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And then terrorists infiltrate the building. It's Christmas. It's uh, Christmas Eve, right? I think it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. And he huh. just has to fight his way. The main character, John, John McClane, he has to yes. fight his way through this Christmas party, taking out terrorists. He's barefoot walking through glass. It's it's very fun. It's a great movie. It's a classic. I know. Anything with Bruce Willis is good, though. It's Most of everything, but yeah. Well, <laughs> I think it is because I, he usually, he's always, ca- I think he's always cast in the same type of uh, movie, mm-hmm. you know? And his character is consistent no matter what name you give him. Yeah. So they, I don't know. I, I just think that they're they're entertaining from, yeah. you know, if you want to see it. Never mind. I but I feel like that's peak Bruce Willis as diehard Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. Like when you think yeah. of the best thing Bruce Willis has done. It's probably It's diehard. probably diehard. Yeah. Probably. And it's just a fun movie. I have a blast watching it with my grandpa. I love watching movies like this. 80s action movies and animated movies are my absolute favorite to watch with my grandfather. What was the movie that was with the uh, actress with the orange hair? And Bruce Willis. Wasn't that Bruce Willis? Orange hair and Bruce orange Willis. Orange hair and Bruce Willis. Never mind. I'll look it up. Nonetheless. I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, Die Hard. Can't beat it. It's a classic. And I can watch that movie forever. And, and it, it doesn't get old. It's at Christmas. So it does. It so counts it counts. Hmm. Okay. Right. Um, I would I would say that that would be a good choice. I would definitely watch it. Fifth Element. I think it's Fifth Element. Oh, the Fifth Element, yeah. She has Wait, orange hair, right? Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Mila Jovovich, I think. That's yeah. Is that her? Yeah, that's Mila Jovovich. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Okay. So my <clears throat> number nine is Miracle on 34th Street. I wish I could have included that on in my top ten. I, I have never that. seen it. <laughs> I love it because it's a story about uh, a single mother that has a little child. It varies on which version you see, whether it's a girl or a boy. And the classic one is a little girl. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Natalie Wood that when she was a little girl in the first one that was out. I think you're, I think you're yeah. right, yeah. Anyway, um, the mother doesn't want her child to be raised believing that Santa Claus is real. He, no, he's a very kind person. And for all of our listeners that are out there, um, if you don't believe in Santa Claus, then Santa Claus doesn't come and see you. So okay. that's the rule. <laughs> yeah, the so rules. you better believe in Santa Claus. So anyway, um, <laughs> So it's it ends up being this whole um, legal debate where even mm-hmm. Santa Claus goes into the courtroom to prove that he really is Santa Claus. He's not, not just a kindly old gentleman. And so it's proving that he is the real Santa Claus. Oh, wow. And there was a test in the movie, and I'm not going to spoil it. You have yeah, to watch it. I have it. to see it. I, I'm, yeah. I'm that one person in the entire universe that hasn't seen it yet. So That's okay, because... Uh, Four years ago, I was the only person in the United States that had not seen um, Forrest Gump. Then I <laughs> sat down and I watched it and went, how have I not seen this movie? It's great. It yeah. Is. It was an amazing movie. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Hey, jo- so uh, Josh commented. He hey, said Josh. The Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. Oh. I think either that. either that's his favorite holiday movie or he was trying to help you out with Bruce Willis and the I woman with the yellow with out. the red yeah. hair. Hi, yeah. Josh. Write him and say Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I'm nearsighted. Yeah. Okay, oh yeah. So um Okay, so we're back up here with you. Um Matt. Matt. Number eight. All right. Number and eight. Now not Star Trek, but Star Wars The Force Awakens. And this does relate to Christmas this time because I remember when that came out It was on Christmas Day. It it came out right before Christmas. 
and my um, grandmother and my aunt came with us, and they barely ever go out to see movies, but they still went and saw this movie because everyone had to go see this movie. And my aunt loved it because she uh, grew up watching Star Wars as a kid in the 70s. And then, like, I grew up watching the prequel movies. Poor you. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Wait, so what? Porkies? <laughs> Poor you. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean... The I third like one is okay. The, thir- the third one is okay. At times. <laughs> and, um... But it was this, like, generational thing where everyone could enjoy it. My, I think it was a little indecipherable to my grandma. Right. Yeah, because I don't think she quite knew what was happening or had much of an interest, but she just wanted to go with the family on Christmas. But I'll always remember we got my grandmother to go see a Star Wars movie. That is cheap. Yeah, and she never goes to see movies, but we all went to see The Force Awakens. That's nice. And don't you always, have you noticed a trend that when we talk about the movies, there's some type of a, a family event that's around them or some sweet memory? Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that's important to remember. So I, I haven't said that about mine. They didn't have like a family connection. They're just really movies that I like because they're, I think, classic and timeless. But I do appreciate the fact that you guys have shared that this was something that was special to you with right. your family. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been mentioning things where you like the messages of them. And yeah, the, the more meanings. of a universal appeal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right, moving on. My number eight pick is a Christmas special from one of my favorite TV shows. Um, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And the episode is titled A Very Sunny Christmas. And uh, I'm just going to say that it's Is it really just called that? Because isn't every episode called The Gang Does or Charlie Does or D Does? Yeah, but I, I looked it up. That's the title that came up. I, I don't know if that's the actual title because they are very specific. Yeah, because I thought every title was one of the, their names. So it's sometimes The Gang that Does This or This or That, but I, I'm pretty sure that's the title because it is okay. a Christmas special. It's longer than usual, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna go into much detail about what goes down because the show it's show. it's not a family show it's a it's adult a, yeah it's an adult show it's but adulting I just remember yeah. I just remember the Christmas episode I laughed so hard I just couldn't stop laughing it was uncontrollable laughter and I enjoyed it a lot and is that is that show it's always sunny in Philadelphia is that kind of like um, Parks and Recreation and The Office? No, those like that kind are more of humor? wholesome because it's always sunny oh, in Philadelphia. Really? It's very they're uh, meant to all be very unlikable people. Yeah, and you're in on the joke that they're all terrible. Whereas in The Office, they're likable. And Parks and Recreation, those characters have redeemable qualities. Yeah, it's always sunny. It's a very dark show. Yeah, and the main characters are just terrible, they're disgusting terrible, people, people, bottom of the barrel type people. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, and, and the show just shows what happens when an eccentric millionaire funds all their shenanigans and they do the most politically incorrect things. But I, I dig it. And the Christmas episode, I always just remember being Yeah, super I haven't funny, seen the Christmas so. episode, but I have seen episodes and I do enjoy the show a lot. Is this something that you watch with your family? Mm, me? No. This is something I watch. I could probably watch it with my dad. It's just Abby time. Yeah. My yeah. dad introduced me to the show, but I, we never watched it together. I just picked it because it was a very funny episode and I, it's a Christmas episode. And I, I watch it every now and again during Christmas just to laugh with my friends. I so. have a similar pick later on. So Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's my number eight, ladies and gents. 
Uh, what's yours, Isabella? My number eight is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the 1964 version. Mm-hmm. I oh, love yeah. that one. I was watching it, I think it was Sunday night. And it did, now this one does take me back to a time where my brothers and I, we would sit and watch these. I remember my parents, my mother, really turning on the the TV and we would watch the classics of the mm-hmm. movies. And um, uh, movies, you know, cartoon movies. Those Rankin-Bass ones. Yeah, they're so, Yeah, it's such a, a very sweet memory. Yeah. Like, I would cry if I talk about it too much. Just so. Okay. <laughs> but as a hint, that's going to be our first overlap pick that we have of the night. Oh. oh. Yeah. So that's a... Well, okay. I'm looking to see if we match any of them up at for the same. You I don't know? think we match numbers. Um, your number one is my number one. Oh, yeah. But right. I think the I have audience will have to wait in suspense for that. I think I just have one that's the same as yours. I... Yeah, oh, I yeah, d- you do. have one that's the same as his, but not on my no, list. No, on no actually, I have one that's the same on mine. I think we have one that we all three agreed on. Okay, awesome. Maybe. I have to go and look. Mm, right. No, we we all have uh, one that crosses over where we have the same. Not okay. the same number, but anyway, I digress. I, okay. <laughs> okay, getting <laughs> back there, on track. You, number you, seven. Oh, my number seven is yes. seven. the Harry Potter series. Wow, that's a uh, lot. Yeah, um, mostly the Sorcerer's Stone because I feel like that's the most Christmassy one that focuses right. the most on Christmas time. But I watch a lot of those at this time of year. A lot of them came out in the fo- in the fall, mm-hmm. and um, I just treasure those memories. I grew up. I saw um, it's the only series of movies I saw which I where I saw every single one of them in theaters with my dad. Nice. And he and he read Sorcerer's Stone to me as a kid, a little kid. Oh. And then that's I, a and then an I, act of love right there. Those yeah. are big books. Yeah, and then I said I'll read the rest myself. But he, <laughs> but he read the Sorcerer's Stone to me. Like bedtime? Uh, like as a bedtime story and if I was bad I wouldn't get to be read a chapter of a, of Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. So that movie coming out was like childhood magic come to life. Oh, that's yeah, cool. I remember watching the first four in theaters. And then yeah. after that, I, I think I, I skipped five, six, and I saw the last two. I didn't skip theaters. a single one. Yeah. I loved it, loved them too much. Mm. I haven't given them a good read in a long time. The books. I only got until Do you book think five. that the books were did justice to the movies? You mean the movies are but justice the books? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, in ways, yes, and in ways, no. Yeah. I kind of like how they're different. Yeah, I like I, I, how they're yeah. different. Um, especially Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh yeah. Which I think is the best as a movie. I agree. But um, I think I don't think I've ever seen all of the movies. Really? That's a you shame. should. You should. I, I J- guess J- I'm going J.K. Rowling's just so detailed. In her world building that they couldn't possibly convey everything in the movies. I stopped watching them when they had the giant spiders. That was number that's two. That's number two, yeah. Yeah, that's the last one because I went, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> it only gets they, a little bit worse. Yeah, the movie. You haven't even met the Dementors. Yeah. Yeah, that was the next movie. It only gets darker and darker and darker. I've seen more of the um, of some of the other movies that were like Lord of the Rings that we'll talk about. Just a teaser. But I haven't watched those because i don't like spiders at all 
Well, Lord of the Rings has them too. I know, but mm. that was the last time I watched Spiders. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on to my number seven, right? Yep. Yep. Well, my number seven is The Polar Express. Um, it's an animated movie. And Robert I think it's Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis once more. And I just, I love that guy. I love that movie. It's so good. I like him for directing Back to the but Future. But why did you like it so much? Oh, uh, well, this is a movie that I would constantly watch with my sister. Like, because we would have this thing where we were obsessed with Christmas movies. And That's me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm logged in over here. <laughs> and we always used to pick one and we would rewatch it throughout the holiday season. And this one was one of them and we just loved it. We watched it almost every day for Is like two months Is this your sister straight. that yeah. you went to visit a while back? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We okay. watched that movie all the time. We laughed. We cried. It was great. And I think the message of the movie is so powerful as well. Mm-hmm. I remember as a, even as a kid, just being overwhelmed by that ending and hearing that little bell ring for the first time. Mm-hmm. It was just great. I kind of have a little unpopular opinion where I think the book is better. And that I they, have and not that read the movie. Book. It's was a. It's not a big book, right? It's no. A it's a very. <laughs> it's just a picture book. It's, yeah. And that they oversaturated it to make it a movie, and I like the simplicity of the book mm-hmm. personally. Right. I get it. I, I didn't know it was based on a book. That's, that's oh, yeah. 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 And I think it was like it won an award also. Yeah. It for won the, an pi- award and the yeah. pictures in there. Okay. Yeah, it's a very beautiful book. Um, I'll check it out, honestly. Yeah. I really like the movie. Um, but they had to add in a lot. No, to I, make I'm, it a I'm guessing that. Movie, I'm guessing like the action pack sequences with oh, the yeah, train derailing into the ice, putting mm-hmm. all the kids in serious danger. All the musical numbers. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing, but yeah, I still love the movie. No, I just, and I, I think good. it's a testament. I, I know lots of people who still watch it to this day. Yeah, I am one of those people. Yeah, my, I, I'm passing on the tradition to my little brother, who is now driving my mom insane because that's all he wants to watch. So then you did good. I did good. Yeah, I feel proud. Well. All right, moving on to your number seven. Ms. My Bella. number seven is the 1942 White Christmas with Bing Crosby. You put Bing Crosby in any movie, not like I was born during that time frame, but I just <laughs> right. love Bing Crosby. My goodness, he and Gene Kelly, they could dance, they could sing. They're just like, I think they're truly some of the best actors that are out there, mm-hmm. you know, and I just... I just loved him. They had like different requirements for actors back then because Gene Kelly could dance. Like, oh I, my gosh! There's there's one movie where he's dancing while he's on roller skates. My dad showed me one time because yeah. my dad's a big fan of all the old movie musicals. So I don't like a lot of classic old movies, but these the ones that I'm going to mention in my list tonight, those I do like just because I I don't think that the acting was. Um, I don't think that there's been actors that are as good as that. And I do love Tom Hanks so much. I think he's the actor of our time. Yeah. You know? And I would put him in that same caliber. He and Denzel Washington, I think that they're amazing actors. They sure are. Yeah. I think Gene Kelly did a great job, and this isn't... Singing in the Rain. Classic Singing in the Rain. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. I know. I mean, you know, there's all that water and the umbrella, and he's having to dance and jump. That's literally one of the best movie musicals ever made. Really? I think he directed it. I'm pretty sure he did. I don't know about that. We'll have to Google it. We'll have to Google it. I think he was (laughs) still starring in it. And I remember a story where he actually 
Debbie Reynolds didn't know how to dance and he had to train her. Oh. But he was so rigorous that her feet would bleed and he'd still be like marching her, marching orders. Keep I can going, believe keep that. Keep going, keep going. Yeah. But he was just crazy controlling. Well, well not because I know it, but I mean, he was so good. Yeah. That. Oh, anyway. So not that that's on, on any of our Christmas It's not on our list either, either and I went off list too. It's a, it's a great movie. <laughs> Yeah, great movie. But um, again, Miracle... Oh, wait, where am I? Um, White Christmas. And I just love the singing, too. Um, It's a really nice story, um, but I don't want to go and give it away, and I know that, ooh, we've got to pay attention to our time. So keep keep moving. Well, my number six, I don't have to talk on a lot. It's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and I met the 1964 version. (laughs) I also had this weird 90s version, I think, growing up, too, but I always preferred the original. I'm putting it by your, your lane. Yeah, but I just have fond memories, and that's something I would watch with both my both of my parents. My mom w- will watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. That, it's that's so a whole musical. family uniting thing. Yeah, it's just so good. It just brings the it's whole family. It was always my favorite Christmas story as a kid. Out of all those classic yeah. Christmas stories, Frosty <clears throat> and all those, Rudolph was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tale of the, the Island of Misfit Toys. Island of Misfit Toys, yeah. 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 So good. Okay, Abby, you're number six. My number six is Elf with... with? Oh, my God, I forgot his name. Don't tell me. Oh, Will Ferrell. Yes. And wow, it was the movie... I can't believe I forgot his name. And it was the dec- no, you didn't. You remembered it. Of, um, of John, John Favreau, Favreau yeah. yeah, who later went on to direct Iron Man and The Jungle Book, the new one. Oh. And he's going to do The New Lion King. He is. Oh. So, and yeah. Uh, Elf is just a hysterical movie. It is good. Yep. Um, I, I debated. It. That was hard. It's not on my list, but man, I would have put it there. It's really it, a good movie. It may be on my list. I remember, ha- <laughs> I remember having the video game and everything for the Game Boy. I loved that movie so much. And I would always just watch it with my mom and my grandma and my sister. And my God, we were always laugh every single time. My sister couldn't, like, when he drinks the, the entire litter of Coke. And then lets out this humongous burp. Yeah. My sister would always lose it and just start start laughing. And it's one of my fondest memories, just seeing her laugh hysterically because some guy burp in a movie dressed up as an <laughs> elf. That's funny. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. <laughs> okay. My number six is The Polar Express. Yay. 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 So there's some crossover there. So we've had that and, and uh, another movie that will come up here. Um, again, Polar Express. I just think it was... It was beautifully done in the movie. It it looked as beautiful as the picture book itself. Mm-hmm. And I just found that so um, mesmerizing. And the story was was very, very touching. Yeah. It okay. really was. Go over um, to number five. All right. So my number five is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Classic. I haven't never seen that, Matt. <clears throat> that is such a shame. That is you should. Really I'm going to watch it. Maybe it'll be. It on works YouTube. as a great Halloween movie. I did, yeah, I did. It works as a great Christmas movie. I was gonna put it in here, but I was like, no, it's a Halloween movie for me. No, not a Christmas can, movie. I think it can be either. Yeah, you too. know the premise, right? No, I don't. Um, the main character, Jack Skellington, is the. He's the. King Scarer, what would you call him? Yeah, he's like the he embodies Halloween. He embodies in Halloween, but he's like has an existential crisis. He's grown bored of Halloween, and, and then there's this mystical forest of doors that lead to different holidays, and he discovers Christmas Town, 
And so he wants to bring Christmas to Halloween Town. And Halloween to Christmas Town. And Halloween to Christmas Town. Okay, that explains it. One of the uh, people, Andy, who's been on our show, yeah, we, um, she yeah. loved that movie she too. She has the tattoos and everything. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, she's serious. I think serious. we talked about it on the show. She's yeah. hardcore. We did. We did. Yeah, a lot of people love. My, that's my mom's favorite movie. And mm. the music is wonderful. Danny Elfman sang oh, yeah. for the main character, and he composed all the music. Mm-hmm. It's just. And it's not directed by Tim Burton, for those of you who think it is. I know, that's what I thought, too. It's not. It's produced by him, but it's not him. Well, his influence is in the And it's based on a picture book he wrote. Yes. Okay. So he is there. Yeah, Yeah. he's part of it. He's just not the director. He came up with the story. He came up with the whole concept, the character designs. Well, that's why it looks like him. Yeah, Yeah. it's his aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, He produced it. He had a very heavy hand on it, but he did not direct it. Got it. All right, number five. For me, right? Yes. Okay, my number five is Home Alone. And, I mean, it's obvious. Home Isn't Alone is awesome. the second one the one that's at Christmas, though? I think they're, they both take place during Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yeah. Do they I both take so. place during Christmas? Yeah, I think so. And I think the like, second one is again? more Christmassy. But I, I, and the second one is obviously, in my opinion, a better film. But I just love the first one. Because of the presidential cameo. Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Who, which president? Our current Our president. One. For real? Yeah, he plays himself. Too. And he plays himself. I'm pretty, I, I th- as the president? No, as no, Donald Trump. That would Trump. be foreshadowing. No. no. The Simpsons the predicted Simpsons said that, yeah. The Simpsons yeah. predicted it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> off topic. Wow. But yeah, Home Alone is just a great movie. And uh, when I was a kid and my grandmother showed it to me, I just I I would pray every night, please, please let my parents leave and have two guys come in so I can mess them up because I have ideas. <laughs> okay, no, I'm kidding, <laughs> but yeah, it was a a great movie. I still watch it to this day and laugh. It's really good. Joe Pesci is great. The other guy that yeah. plays the other the other dude, I don't know his name. He's also good in it too. And Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, and it's yeah. from the same director as the first two Harry Potter movies. Mm. Yeah, Christopher Columbus. This is trivia showdown between you two, just so you know. Okay, my (laughs) number five is A Christmas Carol. It doesn't matter which version it is. I can watch the classic. I can watch any of them. And I like it because I like the Charles Dickens story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just love the story. Have you actually read it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, of, you know, Ebenezer Scrooge. And it's very, obviously, uh, a Grinch, you know, is a takeoff of that, mm-hmm. I think, obviously. I think so, too. Don't but I think that it is it is classic, and it is there's always somebody in our life that will be, a you know, Scrooge. a Scrooge. And for them to have that, meta, that, that change, the transformation that happens is huge. And so, you know, I just think it's... It's a really sweet story, again, a sweet story of what can happen when we open our heart up and it grows three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Going over to number four. All right. Go ahead, Matt. My number four pick is Elf. There you go. Yeah. Um, Repeat. I, I guess I'll just say that I think Will Ferrell really, it might be his best performance oh, yeah. in anything ever. I well, think it's the perfect role for him to be an oversized elf. Like, come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, it's either and that or Ron Burgundy. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, uh, 
I think when we look back on like there aren't a lot of Christmas movies made now, and I think it's a truly a modern Christmas classic, and there aren't a lot of those now. I agree. I think that and Polar Express will be the ones that are remembered. Maybe as twenty first century Christmas. We have an classics. awful lot to go through, and we do yeah. need to pick up our pace. We it's forty. Be. We yeah. have five minutes to get through these these. Uh, All next. right, so let's pick it up. My number four is not particularly a Christmas movie, but uh, it's still on my list. It's Fargo. Um, a lot of snow, uh, nice, good enough mystery, great movie directed by the Coen brothers, mm-hmm. and I watch it every year around this time, and it doesn't get old. I like it. I just like getting in the blankets and think that, you know, being grateful that I live in Florida or in a tropical island and not in the cold inferno that is Minnesota. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, great movie. I highly recommend it. Good TV show for the oh, first season. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. A Charlie Brown's Christmas. That's mine. I just love it. I don't think you can ever go wrong with watching Charlie Brown. There's just little pieces of wisdom and nuggets that come out throughout any Charlie Brown uh, movie. And it's, it is hands down my favorite. But the uh, spiritual references t- uh, from the Bible about the birth of Christ are especially my favorite. Because it, it is always one that this too can make me cry. Okay, moving over to okay. three. My number three pick is The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. The original with Boris Karloff narrating from the 60s. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. They've, re- they've tried to remake it several times and there's no point. They no. already made a perfect version, <laughs> in my <laughs> opinion, of that story. All right, number three. All right, my number three is The Hateful Eight. Not a Christmas movie again, but a lot of snow and good <laughs> enough mystery for me. It's all it set has in a Morgan, cabin. Um, it's Quentin Tarantino, so that's always Morgan, what's his name? The actor. Morgan Freeman. No, right? no. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, never mind. Samuel yeah. L. Jackson. He, uh, you know what? They're both awesome actors. They okay. sure are. They are. Um, so, yeah, that's my number three pick. I just love watching it around this time of year for the same reasons I like watching Fargo this time of year. So Just that wintry setting. Wintry setting and that good enough mystery, good dialogue, good characters. I'm cutting you off. Number so, yeah. three. My number three, The Princess Bride. Princess Bride, again, classic. There's some snow in there. It's all about I love you, and it's a family movie. Number two, Matt. I have to go short on this one. Okay, Doctor Who Christmas special. <laughs> um, every year since 2005, since the show came back, Doctor Who has had a Christmas special, except for this year, tragically. But my favorite one of those is where they do a take on a Christmas carol, because the whole premise of the show is around he, it's a, he she, has a t- time-space machine. So he himself meets an Ebenezer Scrooge-like person. And use it and becomes. You got to wrap it up, dude. <laughs> and he uses time travel to be past, present, and future all himself. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Number two. It's great. All right. Number two for me, it's the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, they're my favorite movies of all time. And I think I watched them for the first time around Christmas time when I was a kid. And I still continue that tradition to this very day. Well, they all came out around November, December. So. Right. Yeah. My number two is The Little Drummer Boy. It's a claymation movie, and I really think it was super cool, but the song itself, the message is, I don't have anything to bring but the gift of just being able to play my drum, Mm -hmm. and that is always enough. The gift that we have in our head and heart is really what people want. They want us. They don't want our money. Okay, number one. All right, my number one is It's a Wonderful Life. I think it is the most purely moving message of any movie I've ever seen. Just the I value one human life can b- impact on others. It absolutely is. I'm yet to see it. 
Believe it or not. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, you are so sitting down and watching shows. Remember for Christmas, possibly. Yeah, yeah. you've got to watch that. One. I, will. I will. Okay, it's on my list. And for real, and then I want to hear what you think about like it. You should Next see it at Christmas week. time too. I will. That's Next great. week. I will. I will for okay. sure. All right, my number one. It's the perks of being a wallflower. Again, not a Christmas movie per se, but my favorite scene in the entire movie takes around during Christmas. It, it takes place during the course of a year. And the message on that small scene was very powerful. Just small gestures that you do with your friends can make or break Christmas. And I always take that very dearly into my heart. And I love the movie. It's great. And my number one is It's a Wonderful Life. That was our tie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So we're on the same page. And I just, again, it's classic. And one person always makes a difference for another And Jimmy Stewart plays the perfect everyman. And it's just, just perfect. All right. Sponsor number two. Sponsor number two. Create the movement. Creating a movement takes two things, the right people and the right message. Finding the right people takes laser focus and extensive research. Crafting the right message requires in-depth market knowledge and constant tweaking. It's not about thinking outside the box. It's about knowing what your box is made of and using it to your advantage. Thank you, createthemovement.com, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live. And so I want to give a special shout out to Valencia College East Campus for this great studio that we're in and a special gift of thanks to Q. We always love Q. He's a wonderful station manager. And um, we're going to do our shout outs. Matt? Um, I'm going to do it to my grandmothers who um, I always see at Christmas. So I'll be seeing them very soon. That's the time when we all come together, both Mm -hmm. sides of my family, and I see both of them. Very nice. So, shouting out to my grandmothers. All right. All right. Well, shout out to all my friends and family uh, back in South Florida and in Puerto Rico. Um, I don't, sadly, I won't be able to spend the holidays with them, but, you know, they're always in my heart, and I miss them a lot every day. So, and to our viewers, Merry Christmas. Yes. And, and happy a holidays. Sh- yep. <coughs> and a shout out to, again, to all of the... The Pivot and the Intern Pursuit team, I would never be where I am without you guys. I, I appreciate everything that you guys do. Uh, shout out to my, my dad and my brother. They're my only living relatives that I have. So I want to say um, Merry Christmas to them. And uh, how to contact us, info at internpursuit.tech. You can connect to our um, website. And can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, listen to us live on mixlr.com forward slash Valencia College Radio and follow the follow intern pursuit. And again, our hashtag for tonight is I have to go back and look it up just to make sure I'm saying the right thing. It is because Jacob Banks, I was thinking of a, a different person and it was gonna come from a movie. <laughs> the devil wears Prada. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Jacob Banks. That's our hashtag. And like and tell us something that you enjoyed about our show. Even if it's telling us what your favorite movie is. So thank you to our listeners. We love you. All right. All right.